0: Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss. The place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Weaslow. And welcome to Boss to Boss. Your one-stop shop for all the techniques and processes to finally make the leap and become your own boss. Our guest today, very excited to have him on, his name is Jason Holland. Jason is originally from Michigan. He's uh, led a life full of fights, getting suspended, joining the wrong crowds, doing drugs, going to jail, until he finally hit a breaking point, which was eventually encompassed on Craigslist by an ad that read, Positive Sales Rep Needed. Little did he know, next thing, he would make over two grand in his first week. He'd become manager in six weeks and eventually lead the sales meetings. Now, Jason is taking companies from under a million dollars to over five million dollars through his own company by teaching them how to replicate their sales system. Jason, glad to have you on board. How you doing? Hey, man. Best day of my life. Thanks for having me, man. I'm really excited
1: to talk with you. Uh,
0: I was really excited for this one. Not that I'm not normally, but... I know your energy and I know <laughs> I know what you bring to the table. So right on,
1: man. I appreciate that.
0: All right. So you want to tell our listeners a little bit more of what you do right now. I know you run Jason Holland Corporation. You want to tell them what it is? Maybe something that people wouldn't know about you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Jason Holland Corporation is the culmination of all my years in sales. Um I've I've learned that over the years I was working for other companies helping them grow and like I'm making chump change for helping these guys get to millions of dollars in revenue. And so it just was the natural next step for me to go, hey, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do this for myself. And instead of working with one company uh, as an employee, I'm going to take contracts and I'm going to help these companies grow. And what it's turned into is the ability to take um, the owner of a company because 70 percent of American businesses basically have one employee and that's the owner so that owner can sell his product or her product because they're passionate about it because they understand the ins and outs of it and they know all the points that they need to hit the problem that they get though is when they try to get to scale they hire a salesperson they don't have enough time to train them before they run out of money trying to get trained and the the salespeople just aren't successful the reason for that is because all the sales knowledge is in their head So, what I do is I pull that DNA out of the, out of the owner and I turn it into a replicable sales system that they can teach to 5, 10, 15, 20 people and recreate themselves. I call it you multiplied, recreate themselves and, and put themselves out there 5, 10, and 15 times so that they can scale their company.
0: All right. That's a, that's a great way to put it. So, I want to tell the listeners a little bit, you know, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know you until, just a few months ago, and it just speaks for the power of social media. And, you know, we both kind of started following each other, and, you know, you you definitely have a presence, I would say, on social media. If anybody wants to follow, uh what, what's your tag? At Jason Holland?
1: Yeah, at Jason Holland, anywhere you look. Or you can type in hashtag Action Closer in any search bar, and you'll find it.
0: Yeah, you'll definitely find him, and you'll enjoy his uh his videos, his motivational videos, his daily talks, videos, definitely, that's for sure. And, then, yeah, I ran into you at the 10X Growth Con, and, you're the same in person as you are online. So,
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: sometimes, sometimes you run into people, and they're like you. You're like, oh man, you're nothing like I thought you were. But you're, you're the same, genuine, uh, full of energy guy that I that I thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know that. You know that makes me think of one of the one of the sayings we have is "get weird." You know, like the weirdness, the thing that people make fun of you for, uh, is the thing that that makes you rich. Like the thing that you're embarrassed about, as soon as you step out of your comfort zone and start embracing that one weird thing, like me, like you said, I have energy, I have presence. I'm a spaz is what I am. Like in school and stuff, everybody made fun of me because I was like the spastic kid who couldn't sit still, was tipping his desk over and jumping on the counter. But that pays me now because it gets people's attention and now that I've embraced that get weird mentality it's made a huge difference in my life yeah right definitely got out of your comfort zone and resurfaced that energy into something
0: a lot more meaningful that you actually care about now um yeah so let's jump into it let's jump into it let's tell let's tell the listeners well when did you realize you know enough was enough and it was time to leave. Uh, your last, your last. It was a sales job. I take it. Your nine to five. You know, make I was money.
1: actually, uh, yeah, I was running a company. I was the uh, director for a company, um, and basically, the pay was good. But that was the problem. The pay was comfortable. You know what I mean? And like, I never saw myself. I would here. I am teaching all these salespeople to get uncomfortable. And to get out there and work on commission and make this living for themselves that they never dreamed of, which is the reason I like training salespeople, because I watch people going from struggling to pay the bills to buying ponies for their kids on their birthday, you know, because that's what sales does, you know. But but the, the reality is, like, um, I was working at a place and I was there from 630 in the morning till nine o'clock at night a lot of times, seven o'clock, seven thirty, and I was working for somebody else. And and yeah, the money was quote unquote good, I guess. Like, but it's it it wasn't me. And I was just getting to this point where I was, you know, the owners of these companies weren't wanting to go as far as I wanted to go. Like they would get happy when they hit three and four and five million dollars in revenue. And that's not my end game. My end game is to build a hundred million dollar company three or four times. And the way to do that is to find real go getters that want to want to hire me on a contract basis that are like putting out some real money, some cash, you know, by the minute, not by the week or by the hour. And 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 they're in it to win it, you know. And and interestingly enough, that's the thing, I think. I think that if when I don't charge enough money, it's not even I can make enough money charging half of what I do but i mean enough what's enough there's never enough but you know i could make a good living charging half of what i do but the problem is people aren't all in that when somebody gives you 10 grand down and a thousand dollars a week for you to teach them something they're going to work at what they're learning from you you know what i mean when somebody's giving you $140,000, 150000 grand a year to to do the same thing it's not as, it's not as painful so they don't put in the effort i think Oh, i can I can uh attest to that hundred percent. I was
0: always skeptical of doing things you know putting the money into it, but it wasn't until I finally got talked into it and put the money in that I truly found the value that everybody
1: was always talking about and preaching about, and I never saw it until I did put the money in. I can tell you that that is one of the biggest you know this happened about two years ago I ran into um a salesperson that I was trying to talk into doing this sales program. We brought a sales program in for the company that I was working with. And this guy was like really reluctant to put down, I think it was like 300 bucks a month for this program. I was making the salespeople pay for half so that they'd have some skin in the game and actually get into the program. Well, he, he was like really hesitant. Like, man, I, I got this bill and I got that bill. I'm like, dude, as long as you got this bill and that bill, you're never going to be able to pay them. I said, the first time you take that money out of your pocket and it hurts and you put it into yourself, your self-esteem is going to go through the roof. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and it did. He, I talked him into it. I sold him on the idea and he went out and sold more that next week than he'd ever sold in a week by like three times. You know, so investing in yourself is a hundred percent one of the most important things in 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 life and in business. So tell me, did you know
0: what you were doing next, or did the, you the, did you know what you were doing next
1: while you were still at your previous firm, or did you sort of go into the unknown? No, it was, was it? it was creeping up on me, and and I kind of went into the unknown, as in like I didn't I knew I was going to do something, but I didn't know exactly how it was going to play out. So I took a lot of individual clients and taught them sales. The problem is with individual clients, there's not enough time in the day. You know, for me to do what I want to do with my business, there's just not enough time. I can't meet with 47 people a day to teach them sales. So then I put together the Action Closer Academy, and I'm going to do another class soon. And that was 12 people in a, in a Zoom meeting from all over the country, and we did a, a class curriculum. And we went through each of one of their individual sales sales processes and developed uh, their system and got them into a system of the four loves, which is one of my one of my teaching points that I give um, the four loves to a sale. And so we did that, and that was really successful. That got some better closing rates, made some people some money, and and that was cool. So that was cool. You can put twelve people in for an hour a week, and and that way I can get more people in through the program. But where I'm really headed right now is more of a, um, a, startup, a startup consultancy. So, in other words, here comes Bob, the business owner, who can sell his product like hotcakes, but he can't get a sales staff to save his life because he just can't cross that line between selling and teaching to sell and taking his company to the next level by helping him create that system that works for him
0: got it got it any chance any chance you can throw us a little little sample of what these four loves are
1: i'd love to it's one of my favorite lessons okay so in every sale in every sale doesn't matter what the product is there's four things the customer has to love it's you it's your company it's your guarantee or claim whatever you're guaranteeing or claiming to the customer and it's your product they love those four things and the price won't matter okay so for instance if if a customer loves me and 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 this is I'll give you a little bit of a tidbit on the love thing too. If a customer loves me in the sense that they're going to invite me to their family barbecue and try to set me up with their daughter, that's that's not the kind of love you want. That's the friend zone. And how easy is it for you to tell your best friend no? It's a lot easier than a trained professional that you love in the industry, right? So Love you is kind of like they wouldn't want to buy cars from anybody but Phil, the car salesman. They just couldn't imagine it. They love Phil. He's their car salesman, right? Love the company is probably the most important part. It has it has more to do with it than the product. It has more to do with it than anything. If they love the company and you, they're rooting for you before you even get into your product, right? So that's the order also. You introduce yourself with a bang, you come off with a huge smile and a good handshake, and you start right out like they oh, I love this guy. This guy's awesome. A couple laughs here and there. And then you move into your company first. So you tell them all the all the good things and you get them committed. And at the end of that little company commitment process. So you get little micro commitments like, you know, obviously this uh, feature, let's say, if you're, you know, hey, our dealership guarantees you can bring the car back for the next three days, take it, go take whatever the thing is that you're doing. And you say, so based on everything I've told you about our company so far, is this the type of company you'd want to do business with? They say, yes, cool. Now you close them out on on the company, you move on to the product or the guarantee, whatever your claim is. Now, I guarantee you're going to love this car more than any other car you had, or I won't sell it to you. I promise you that much, and our car comes with a six-month powertrain warranty. Sounds pretty good, right? Doesn't get any better than that, does it? So knowing that you can get a six-month powertrain warranty and a a guarantee that you're going to love the car before I try to sell it to you, you wouldn't want to go anywhere else, would you? No,
0: man, I mean, you're selling me right now and maybe we got to talk a little bit more after the show.
1: <laughs> and and I, don't sell, I don't sell cars either, but that, that's just an example. Well, I sell anything, but that's not been my, my business, but it doesn't matter what the product is. Yeah. If you get them committed and then you go to the product because what the product does is it backs up everything, it makes everything believable, right? If I got a great product, they can understand why I can make a great claim or a great guarantee. If I got a great product, they can understand why my company's the best one in the business with the most five-star reviews online. Or if, if I got a great product, they could understand why the best salesman they ever met is working for that company. You see what I mean? So the product's what ties it all together. So if the customer loves those four things, the customer will always want to buy. They'll be like finding a way to make it affordable, even if it's twice what they wanted to pay.
0: So you said one thing uh, that I've mentioned to other people to other people I was interviewing and to, you know, past, past interviewees. You talked about, you know, being able to sell anything. Is it more just being able to sell a product or is it, is it, is it deeper? Is that is are you trying to sell yourself? How do you feel that sales? Like, <laughs> this
1: you- is, this is a really interesting, actually, I'm glad you asked that question because I don't believe in the whole sell yourself, like make them like you thing. Mm-hmm. Like I believe that they will like you if you're worried about their why. If that makes sense, like why does my product meet your needs? That's what's important. If I can t- if I can figure out what it is about my product that solves a problem for you, you're gonna want my product. And I don't care about me yet. I'll get paid, don't, I'm not worried about me. If I'm insignificant, that if I make you so significant that I come off as insignificant, uh, the old saying, whoever is first is last and whoever's last is first, Will come full circle, and you'll be you'll be 100 first because you put other people first. You know what I'm saying? So so my my opinion on that is you want to find out what it is that they're going to sell themselves on your stuff.
0: Okay. Oh, no, that's a that's a great way to put it. Good t- uh, good twist on things for sure. And you threw in a nice little quote.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I did.
0: Classic, classic. Well, all right. Moving on. What mistakes? do you think you made along the way that were crucial to your success? You know, I'm sure, I'm sure there had to be one, right?
1: Oh, dude, <laughs> I make, I make more mistakes in a day than most people make in a week, but that's just cause I'm doing a lot. But, but the, the reality is I've made so many mistakes and, and I wouldn't give up any of them. Um, I didn't in the back in the gang days or the drug days and all of that stuff. I didn't know I was learning, but I was learning, you know, one thing about, being homeless and being not knowing what's going on for tomorrow, where you're going to be or how it's going to be. You learn how to hustle, right? You learn how to have a desperation, but not desperation like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? But like this, this sense of urgency that just pushes you, right? Mm -hmm. But that never goes away. So like for me, I still have that. Like when I'm in a sales situation, it's urgent. I don't care if I got a million bucks sitting behind me in a pile. I'm going to put 300 more there because I'm, I've been in that situation where I have to make something happen right now in order to keep going. You know, and I think that's what a business owner does. Interesting.
0: You bring that up. Do you feel that being in that situation changes things now because you can make a different choice than somebody else?
1: Yeah. I can take a risk and not even sweat it.
0: Okay. So you would definitely, uh, what I'm getting at. Do you feel that people need to make mistakes? Is it something that's required, or could we just listen to somebody like you and hear about your
1: mistakes and then take them and never do them? <laughs> both, both. the 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 fact is, you've got to be doing enough that you're screwing it up. What what people don't realize is, you can screw up a hundred times in a day and do one thing right and become a millionaire. You, you know what I mean? But you just got to be doing enough. And and so the the one thing that I would put in add to that is be ethical. I, I never made a dime that stuck with me until I became ethical. You know, like back in the drug days and, and that I would make a lot of money on this or that, mm-hmm. but it was always with the worry that the door was going to come crashing in and somebody was going to take it all away, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But when you're ethical, you can take a risk. You can take 10 risks. You can do whatever. But when you're ethical, you'll figure it out. You know what I mean, and that's that's the thing is act. Just take you know, you guys read my hats. Take action today, T-A-T, You know, act. Take action. If you take enough action, you're bound to screw up.
0: <laughs> All right, so you know, got to keep keep it going, and we got to make the mistakes, but eventually we'll make the the right ones. Uh, that's 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 great, man. Great stuff over there.
1: What tip? T- what real t- quick, Yeah, go I ahead. Go ahead. I want to add to that. You, when you make a mistake, learn from it blame yourself. And and if you're in sales, this is the number one thing you need to do. When you don't sell, blame yourself. Don't say it was the customer. Don't say it was the lead. Don't say it was the product you were selling. Don't say the price was too high. Don't say anything like that. Blame yourself and figure out what you could do better next time. And you didn't lose a thing. You gained a million. For, you, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of
0: sometimes people have a hard time doing that. I had a hard time doing that at you know a point in my life. uh do you have a, maybe some tips for that? like how did you come to that realization that that is what you had to do? blame yourself you got
1: stop you gotta stop caring what people think you know that's another thing that that i i've ever since I was little had to be in the spotlight right and so that led me to be quite strange do whatever I could to be in the spotlight, right. Mm-hmm. But the difference now is that I've learned, you know, years ago when I started, the first sales job I ever had was a long, long time ago and it was selling cologne on the streets out of a box. And and one of the things, the guy who taught me how to do it said to me, I could sell if I could get you to listen to me, but I was having trouble getting people to listen to me. So one thing he said to me is, you need to get out of your comfort zone. And he made me go to an elevator, a crowded elevator, and stand in it, and every time people got on or off, thank them for coming out and just start a conversation with everybody and The first time I walked onto the elevator, I was shaking, I was nervous, I was going to do this crazy out of the box thing, and then by the end of it I was there for like three and a half hours by the end of it, I was loving it, and now i don't i I do it almost every time I'm in the elevator I did it at growthcon the whole time I was there I, I was like every time said hey I'd like to thank you guys for coming out I really appreciate it and everybody's like what do you mean? I'm like hey I just appreciate the fact that you're here man you know and 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 you get a great response from people when you just don't care at all what other people think of you and I think that's what you got to do to to start blaming yourself you know to be able to go hey yeah I screwed up so what so did you who cares Let's let's move on, you know, Yeah.
0: Every, most things get forgotten unless they're you know, crazy, life changing. Most things most of us will forget. We have too much of our own things to worry about to you know, think it, about someone else,
1: especially especially if if you take responsibility for your own actions and mistakes, people will give you grace. I got, got, you know, you get pulled over by a cop and you go, hey, I didn't do anything wrong. He's going to write you nine tickets. If you go, hey, you know what? I apologize. It's totally my fault. If you want to just shred my license now, officer, I'm so sorry. You know, they'll usually let you off because because you're taking responsibility for your actions.
0: Crazy how that works, huh? (laughs) Uh, You have any tips? Anybody that's waiting there, they're on the edge, they're literally on the edge and they're Debating, should they make that leap, you know, become that boss, leave their current job that they're, you know, they've been, they it's been their career. The only thing they know, they went to school for this. You know, they, they were taught that this was the right thing to do.
1: You got any tips for someone who trying to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Take action today. And, and the other, the other tip that I have for you is pay attention to people who've done it. You know, there's a lot of people on social media. Jeremy Rubin comes to mind. You know there's a lot of people on social media that that have done that have taken that leap and and what you'll find is when you take the leap the ground below is not near as hard as you think it is that's a nice quote i like that a lot man well
0: now on to our favorite segment
1: welcome to the round with
0: no name because they're all taken hope you're ready jason we uh we stress that all your answers to this uh to this round are within five seconds otherwise I'm going to have my producer come down here and he always warns me. He's like, better make sure it's under five seconds or else. But he never tells me what the or else part is. He just tells me I better get this thing done in five seconds for each question. So let's just hope, let's just, let's just, you know, let's try not to make it happen. (laughs) All right. First question. Favorite book. TEDx rule. Stranded on an Island. What is one item that you want with you? My pen. That is the most original answer. Wow. What will you be doing with that pen? Writing. I can't Who, write my goals without a pen. Love it. Who is or current or was your greatest mentor? My greatest mentor was Dale Carnegie. Is entrepreneurism a fad? Yes. Is there a specific thing in your morning ritual or your daily ritual that you do that you think makes you different from everybody else?
1: Makes me different. I write my goals, I write my purpose, and I write affirmations every day. That makes me different than 90%. That's the best I can do. Is voice, specifically podcasts,
0: the future? Yes. All right. We made it. We made it in time. Nobody came down here.
1: We're still alive.
0: We made it in time, man. Whew. I was <laughs> you, sweating. You wanna you wanna elaborate on any of those questions? Uh, like, is, yeah. en- is entrepreneurism okay. a fad?
1: You said yes. I'd I'd like to elaborate on that. Yes, it is, and no, it, it'll always be important. But right now, um, I think it kind of some in some aspects. I think we kind of ruin. The purity of mentorship and entrepreneurship with this whole rock star fanboy thing that happens with some of the entrepreneurs that are out there, I really think that that you poison the water a little bit when when it becomes this you know all of this anti stardom thing that all the entrepreneurs talk about, like stop watching t v and start reading books, and then they become t v stars without really a whole lot new to say and it and it kind of does poison the well a little bit.
0: Yeah, there are definitely areas I feel that are becoming repetitive. That's for sure. Uh, another thing you mentioned. You mentioned the is voice the future. Are you yourself getting into voice? What are you what are you doing about that?
1: It it's happening. Like people are inviting me on their podcasts. Um I know that Lance Madison Smith does, does an Alexa flash briefing that he includes. He takes my material from Bulletproof Friday and makes podcasts out of it. And so, I mean, it's happening. People like it. So I think I'm going to do some of it. I like video a lot, too. I'm, I think that voice, video, those two things together are the single most important thing in future of marketing and then the future of sales and teaching.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Jason. That's all been uh, it's been great. It's been a blast. Is there something you want to share with our listeners about what we could expect next? And where could we
1: find more of you? Where could we find out more about you? Well, my website is actioncloser.com. Um, you can go there. Check me out there. You can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, Twitter and Instagram is at Action Closer. It's at Jason Holland on Facebook. But like I said, anywhere you search the hashtag action closer, you'll find me. Um, where am I going next? I'm going in the direction I've been going in. Now I've proven the concept of my company at this point. So I've proven that I can take companies from nothing to, to millions. So now it's time for me to scale and do exactly what I do for those companies for my company and, and. Look out, anybody who thinks they're on the top, because I'll grab your hand on the way by and pull you up with me.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. You heard it all here, folks. Hit up Jason. He's going to take you with him. Uh, <laughs> and you can find him at actionclosure.com. Jason, I want to thank you for uh, taking some time out, being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Definitely another high energy episode,
1: as always, with you. Awesome, man. I, I, I really appreciate you having me on. It's been a great time. Great questions.
0: That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit BossedToBoss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is BOST, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now.